Welcome to the AVG Podcast with hosts, AVG Fund founder, Rob Graziani, along with Denise Escobar. AVG Podcast, where we talk about everyday experiences that relate to everyday people. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and welcome. We are your hosts, Rob Graziani and Denise Escobar. And with us is our dear friend, Michelle Brewer, who uh, has absolutely no filter. (laughs) And is a wonderful storyteller, has many funny stories, um, which is why we invited her on the show so we can hear some of those stories. Um, So say hello, Michelle. How are you? Hello, Michelle. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Rob, why don't you start us off and let us know you know, tell us how you, how you met her and so Rob met her first. Yeah, I think we uh, originally Ward Melville High School uh, in the 90s. Wow. Uh, yeah, good times. I was what, class of 80, not class of 86, listen to me, class of 96. Yeah, 98. Aw, yeah. that's so cute. Yeah, I think yeah. what, we have a couple of mutual friends, mutual friends. Oh, yeah, more than a handful. Yeah, it's, it's back in, uh, you know, the grunge era, right? Ugh. And the attitude era in wrestling. And uh, oh, the grunge. Yeah, it was, uh, and, uh, you know, other things that were going on. But obviously, yeah, we, our bond is about wrestling, music, yes. obviously, also. And she actually, you know, started a store, Franklin Square Video, where yes. she met a lot of the wrestlers. Really? That's correct. <laughs> But like, what was it? WWF back then? No, it was the w, 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 WWE. Uh, they had to change the name because oh. WWF, the World World Wildlife Fed Federation, actually oh. sued them. Actually sued them because they were using their initials. Oh. So they had to change it to the World Wrestling Entertainment. Entertainment. Okay, I knew yeah. that there was some sort of name change going on around. Oh that. yeah. 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 Um, so what happened? The story was is that I worked at the video store and I don't, I don't even know how it happened, but I was talking to the owners and I made a joke about buying the place because I could run it better than them. <laughs> <laughs> and well, voila. Was that part of your pitch? <laughs> you guys, I can run this better than you. So just sign the papers over to me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so then obviously I had to go my husband my boyfriend at the time was like okay maybe this can work so he bought the video store he he was working those um sci-fi conventions toy conventions he was a toy vendor so you'd go and bring his action figures mm-hmm. to the conventions and he would set up the tables and he would sell them so he was actually looking for a spot to open up a toy store. So it was kind of, I was, the, you know, the movie chick. He was a toy guy. So we kind of put two and two together because the space was big enough. He would have a little section for his toys and I would run the video store part of it. And it actually kind of worked. Now, what kind of toys? Were they like movie-based toys or were they like Marvel? We had, yeah, we had the wrestling figures. We had the Marvel. We had oh. the Rocky Balboas. Pretty much anything that was like collectible-wise. He had the Hot Wheels and all of them. All the good so the stuff. high end. Yeah. Like, the yeah. Simpsons, everything. Like, he got a little bit of everything. Yeah. Couldn't Wonder Woman. 
<laughs> no Wonder Woman. You want to share that story about the? Uh, oh, oh, that's God. a story. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> I can't even believe that this really happened to me. Like we first started dating, he told me he what he did. I'm like, yeah, okay, right? So he's like, you should come with me one day. I'm like, fine, I'll come with you one day. I had no idea what I was in for at all. These people dressed up in characters, in costumes. I've never seen anything like this before. Cosplay, yeah. No, you know, I've dated guys that were into the, you know, the comic books and stuff like that, but I never experienced a whole convention. That to me was totally brand new. And I was a little scared, to be honest with you. You know, because people are walking around with knives and, you know, and the pitchforks and whatever character they were trying to be. Right. Yeah. To me, I, I was like a kid. In the, I was like, what is going on here? It's like a whole new world. Crazy weapons. Just casual. Right. So he sets up his table and he says, Michelle, I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. Okay. So leaves me there by myself in this huge, like, convention hall. But I don't know anybody. <laughs> And all these people are coming up to me asking me questions about this figurine and that figurine. I'm like, oh, he'll be right back. He'll be right back. I don't know. Just wait a couple of minutes, please, because I really don't know. <laughs> right? This lady comes up to me and she says, hello, dear. How are you? I said, I'm doing well. How are you? She goes, good. And she goes, is this your table? I said, no, actually, it's my boyfriend's table. She goes, oh, how long have you been dating? I said, honestly, it's only been a couple of months. She's like, oh, how's your day going? I'm like, I don't know. Right? She's like, well, what do you mean you don't know? I said, this is all new to me. I've never experienced anything like this before. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, there's so many people here. Right? I'm like, they're all dressed up like, I don't know what to do. She's <laughs> like, well, you just, you know, take it in and enjoy your atmosphere. I'm like, you know, I, you know, I just started dating this guy. We've only been together for a couple of months. She's like, well, do you like them? I said, yeah, I guess. You know, so far it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I've only been dating him for what three months. Who knows if they like the guy after three months, right? <laughs> you tell your boyfriend the story. I mean, your husband. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so she's just carrying on a conversation with me. She's like, "Oh, well, look at this guy. Look at this one. Look at this one. Isn't that cool?" And I'm really engaged with her. So she goes, let me ask you something. I said, what? She goes, you see that figurine behind you? I said, I see a lot of them. Which one are you talking about? She goes, the figurine, the action figure. I'm like, the toy? She goes, sweetheart, they're called action figures. I'm like, okay, uh, you know, there's a toy to me. And I'm really, uh, I'm a 25-year-old obnoxious chick. I'm obnoxious. Right? Because to me, it makes no sense. It's a toy. It's a toy. So she confirmed to me that's an action figure. It's collectible. And, you know, she went into the whole, it's a collectible and it means stuff and the box has to be perfect. And I knew this because he explained it all to me already. I didn't understand. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you can't open it or anything. Right, right. People collect them and they put them on their shelves. You ever see the 40-year-old, a 40-year-old virgin? Yes. Harry? Yeah. See, remember his apartment? That's yes. what they do. That's what they do. It's a virgin thing. Right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So I'm like, well, why would somebody buy a toy and keep it on the shelf? <laughs> Not be able to open it. Like I must Not have open it. Right. So she says to me, she says, 
the, the Wonder Woman. So I'm like, okay, which one is she? Don't even. Which one is she? She goes, you don't know who Wonder Woman is? I said, no. She's like, you ever see the TV show? I said, sure. She goes, well, which one do you think it is? I said, I have absolutely no idea because none of them look like her. She says, excuse me? <laughs> I said, none of them on, on the shelf look like the lady on the TV that I used to watch when I was a kid. She just stood there and stared at me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't help you. <laughs> Don't even tell me. Okay. So she goes, sweetheart, it's the one right there. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, I'm just going to be honest with you. This doesn't look like her at all. Because you don't think so, huh? I said, no. I said, the lady on the TV, she's much prettier than this thing. I, I, this thing doesn't hurt no justice. And she goes, really? She's like, I can see a kind of a resemblance. I really, I really do. <laughs> Just like that. Meanwhile, I see out of the corner of my eye that my husband, Brian, is, well, my boyfriend that then, is looking at me. So I'm like, oh God, he's going to break up with me. She said, excuse me? I said, my boyfriend's right over there. He's watching me. He's going to break up with me. I know it. This is the end. <laughs> oh my God. She goes, sweetheart. She's like, if you really like them, just learn the business if you really do like them. And it'll eventually come to you. She's like, well, how much do you want for the action figure? As soon as she said that, I, I see my boyfriend at the time coming towards me. And then I'm like, I don't know, 20 bucks. <laughs> she goes, $20. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. It's just a ballpark guess. I don't really know. Right? Now <laughs> you have to read up everything. with you. $20. I needed $20 <laughs> for a pack of cigarettes. Bucks. So I figured, right? <laughs> pack of cigarettes, 20 bucks will get me two packs. <laughs> <laughs> she starts laughing. She goes, you are so cute. <laughs> so Brian comes racing over, jumps over, literally jumps over the table, knocks his stuff off the table. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> he can't tell this action figure. And he goes, it's on the house. Don't worry about it. I look at him and said, excuse me. He says, yeah. I said, why would you do this if you're giving these things away for free? It's a freaking toy. Oh, my gosh. She was still there? Why are you doing this? She was standing this there? makes no sense. Why are you giving it to her? Aren't you here to make money? <laughs> she turns to Brian and she says dear do me a favor he says what you hang on to her he sa she says she has got such a beautiful soul she's like you have to just hang on to her I've never met anybody like her before <laughs> she turns to me and she goes it was a real pleasure to talk to you I oh. really had a good time I'm like yeah you too thank you she goes by the way she spins around she looks at me and she goes, I'm Linda Carter from the Wonder Woman TV show that you watched when you were little. God, how did you not recognize her? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. I was mortified. And I had like a group of thousands of people like surrounding her because she was there signing autographs. <laughs> to this day, my husband does not let me live that down. <laughs> That is not so what than, uh, that down. 
What about the Wolverine one? Oh, you're really pushing your luck today, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me a minute, because this one kills me. This one absolutely kills me. <laughs> okay, so m- my parents bought us the moving, the moving out like musical that Billy Joel did. Mm-hmm. And they bought us tickets. So we go into the city and we get there a little early. We have dinner at Junior's and we go there a little bit early because we weren't really sure where it was. So we walk there and go sit down on the stoop over there in front of the theater. And we're just sitting there, you know, with a cup of coffee, whatever. And this young man comes and he sits down next to us. And he says, hey, how you doing? And he's looking at Brian and he's looking at me. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? He goes, I'm doing good. He goes, what are you guys here to see? I said, moving out with Billy Joel. He goes, oh, are you a Billy Joel fan? I say, yeah, I'm, I'm a really big Billy Joel fan. I said, I live on Long Island my whole life and blah, blah, blah. And he says to me, and he's looking at Brian and he's looking at me. And he goes, well, what, what did you come, guys, come into the early, into the, into the city? I said, yeah, we came in to have dinner. Now we're going to go see the show. And he sits there and he says, where'd you go to eat? I said, Junior Steakhouse, uh, the Cheesecake Factory, whatever it was called. What's it called? Junior's. Yeah, Junior's Cheesecake. Junior's Cheesecake. Yeah, it's right over. Yeah, by Carmine's on those. So he's like, oh, I lived in the city the whole, my whole, you know, pretty much my whole adult life. He says to me, I love that place. He's like, I always, you know, walk around the city. I'm like, okay. And I'm not even thinking anything. I know what she's talking. He's like, oh, you live on Long Island. He's like, you took the train. And we talk about the train and everything. And he says to me, he goes, he gets up and he goes, I got to go. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, have a nice night. He goes, you too. He's like, I got to go do my show now. And I'm like, what? Who told me you were talking to Billy Joel? (laughs) So he gets up and he leaves and he goes, young lady, it was very nice of you to have a conversation with me. I really appreciate it. And he gets up and he walks away and Brian starts laughing. And I'm like, what are you laughing at? He goes, you had no idea who just sat down next to you, do you? Yeah. Sorry. That's <laughs> what just walked in. And I'm like, no, it was just some nice man. He goes, some nice man. I said, yeah. He goes, you really don't know who you were talking about. This went on for like 20 minutes. I'm like, what? What's the big deal? It's some nice man. He goes, you were just sitting next down next to Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I'm like, okay. You're going to say Billy Joel because you didn't recognize Linda Carter. <laughs> I'm like, who's Hugh Jackman? Right? He goes, who's, who's Hugh Jackman? Are you kidding me? I said, yeah, who's Hugh Jackman? He goes, Wolverine? <laughs> I, I've heard he is so nice, right? Yeah. Like, I had absolutely no idea who he was. Because he was just came off as a normal, like, he would, just sat down like he was a normal, just a guy in the city. <laughs> right, right. That's awesome. You know? Unbelievable. Well, because maybe you didn't recognize him because he didn't have the hair. I don't know. Chops. That's really funny. Like certain people yeah. you would think have such an ego and then they are so down to earth. Right. And then right. certain people who are like 
dude, you're in one season of reality show, you know, like, yeah. Vita, you know, but, uh, uh, yeah. A couple of years ago, I saw Tony Danza on the, on the subway. He's taking subway. Huh? Tony Danza? Yeah. Did I, you say I, anything? Huh? Did you say anything to him? I just bore a hole through his face but no I didn't say anything <laughs> where, I, where I used to work like back in the day I used to see a lot of celebrities I used to live right around the corner I used to work right around the corner from Susan Sarandon um I used to see her all the time to the point where we waved at each other because we right. saw each other all the time um and her husband um well, I don't think they're married now um but yeah we used to see so Glenn Close, Close a couple of times. Um, and where I worked, we had a, a few celebrities come in. Whoopi Goldberg, um, Rod Stewart, um, Tony Danza, actually. He, that, that, I, so I've seen him twice now in the real world. Right. <laughs> and he was super nice and super cool. And with- I love that show he did on, on Netflix. I wish they would do a second season of that show. The good cop with him and um, oh, yeah, 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 what yeah. What's his name? I forget the the singer's name that he did it with that played his son. Not Josh Groban, no, who was it? I think so. It might have been. Okay, but that was gonna... such a cute show. I love that show. I wish they really would do a second season. I felt the same way about Herman's Head. Yeah. That was a good show. That was very clever. That show. Herman's Head. That was very. I, that was very I don't think I remember that one. It was like right oh. after Married with Children on like Sundays on Fox. But yeah. Oh, I was right. It's Josh Groban. I was right. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal voice too. That guy. Yeah. I mean, you grew that business in Franklin Square, like you said you would, and knew you right. would run better. And then you started doing signings. Right. Now, was it just wrestlers? Who, who, what artist types did you have? No, we don't. We only we only focused on the wrestling. The the business actually kind of crapped out before we were actually to go. You know, get the actors and actresses. So we basically just went with the wrestlers, mm-hmm. and then you know technology changed, and then we closed the business. You know, because okay. once all like the you know the, uh, stuff, right? right once the Netflix came out, and then all the internet companies mm-hmm. came about then that's when it really dropped down the businesses dropped down so it wasn't worth keeping up keeping open anymore yeah technology yeah. Changed. it was kind of like sports plus remember that place right you know with the oh everybody would go to like arcades as an indoor amusement park and then all these, you know all these playstations xbox and the super nintendo all that came out that had right. more realistic playing than than anything you could find in right. Plus, right. yeah. And there was no more going to the video store on Friday night, Saturday night. You just rent it off the TV or have them sent to you in the mail. It was the Netflix at the time, right? Just gonna say that like that was the Friday night thing to do. You know, right. you had a boyfriend, or if you were on a date, you went to you went to Blockbuster, or you went right. to grab a pizza and and stick, went home. You got, know, got a package of popcorn. That's that you it. And everything. <laughs> Remember those big buckets of popcorn that Blockbuster used to have? They had like the gigantic bu- buckets that you used to get at the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they weren't like fourteen bucks; they were like four dollars. Yeah, they came. They came with the movie <laughs> rental. <laughs> you were lucky enough to get the new release. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get yeah. there early on Friday. That's it. Yeah, and make sure it's rewound. 
Can you check the return box? <laughs> movie back. Because there'll be nothing on the on the shelf. Yeah. I got it back before 10 a.m. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't anyway, charge, charge the late fee. Yeah. <laughs> and the late fees were so expensive. You might as well just buy it yourself. I know. Just keep it. You're talking to yeah. an ex, ex blockbuster employee, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work for them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you charge people for not rewinding? I didn't know. I didn't like it, but I was like, I had to do it. It was company rule. Um, <laughs> but you were the company. You owned it. No, I didn't know. No, I didn't own Blockbuster. I wish I owned Blockbuster. Oh, no, no, not Blockbuster. What about the video store? Well, technically, my husband owned it. I just ran it for him. So he pretty much ran the wrestling side of it, and I did the, the videos. But once I, you know, I was a classic wrestling person. I didn't, you know, pay attention to the new guys out there. I was always the Hulk Hogan, the Roddy Piper, the Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You know, those guys are the yeah. guys that I grew up with. Yeah. Those, that's always going to be wrestling to me. John Cena, you know, I don't want to make anybody mad, but the John Cena and, and all those, they, they don't do it for me. It's not, not even the rock. Well, the rock does it. Because he's a handsome guy, you know. I enjoy looking at the rock. I do. I was going to say I could I could watch him read a phone book. I don't care. You know, right? <laughs> I mean, after the Attitude Era, like Rom said, it just went downhill to me. So the what era? What do you mean? The, the Attitude Era. What does that mean? That means the Rock, Stone Cold, you know. Triple H. Those kind of oh, okay. Right, the DX. Those guys. After that, it was just downhill for me. My, you know, the wrestling today don't that doesn't compare to what it was back then. So, what, you what's know. your favorite classic wrestler? Who's your absolute favorite? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Top That's twenty. Top twenty. Top twenty. Because you know, my my favorites are Bret Hart, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Then you got Shawn Michaels when he was the Heartbreak Kid, not in DX. Let's just make that clear, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Hulk Hogan is just my all-time favorite. Hulk Hogan was the first wrestling match I've ever saw was Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy. I mean, them Saturday nights on the mat. Yeah, he's an entertainer. Well, he knew what the audiences wanted. Exactly. Remember yeah. that Saturday night's main event when Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy fought? I was sleeping over at my grandparents' house, and I couldn't sleep that night. So my grandfather let me watch wrestling with him. And it was that match, Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy. And this was when King Kong Bundy really hurt Hulk Hogan. And he had to have the ambulance come and pick him up and take him to the, you know, to the hospital. This whole big thing. And I cried like a little girl. Like I thought he was dead. I was like, he killed him. And he cried. (laughs) I cried and I cried. And I thought this was real. Till the next weekend, you know, the next weekend, then he was out, you know, doing his thing. But back then, I thought it, you know, he was really hurt, and I really couldn't stand King Kong Bundy. You like to me? No. Okay. That's it, you're I done. Like, no, I don't like him. No matter what he did, I didn't like him because he hurt Hulk Hogan. Aww. Like you hurt Hulk Hogan, you're done in my book, right? Yeah. 
Well, so, also too, you know, well, first of all, you know, you're young, you don't really know that, it, that they're, you know, that it's a right, player. right. But they used right. to cut themselves a little bit so that when when they did in the fake impact, they would bleed. Right. So to a little kid, you think that's real. Right. So a couple of years later, well, a couple of years later, like a decade or two later, I'm at a, I'm at a show with a uh, convention with Brian and in walks King Kong Bundy. Oh. <laughs> I start crying, literally crying like a little oh. girl at 28 years old. <laughs> so I'm like, Brian, look, it's King Kong Bundy. He was the first wrestling match I ever watched with my grandfather. And I start crying. Aww. I'm like, I'm going to go talk to him. I thought you meant you started crying because you were so mad at him. <laughs> I was. <laughs> right? So I march over to him. He was not mad at you. He was still even mad at Al Bundy for and just I, having that name. Right? And I said, are you King Kong Bundy? He says, yes. I'm like, I've got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> he says, excuse me? I said, I've been waiting my whole life to tell you this. And one day I'm going to tell Hulk Hogan. He goes, tell me what? I said, when I was little, I watched my very first wrestling match. He says, oh, yeah? I said, it was a Saturday night main event. I stayed up late with my grandfather. And you hurt Hulk Hogan. He started rolling. He's like, I did what? I said, you hurt Hulk Hogan. You put him on a stretcher. And you sent him to the hospital. And I am very mad at you for that. <laughs> You probably got a kick out of that. Right? So he starts laughing. I said, but I wanted you to know something. As mad as you made me, that match turned me into a wrestling fan. Mm. And I've been watching wrestling ever since. He says, well, do do me a favor, sweetheart. He goes, go home and thank your grandfather for that. Yeah. Not me. Right? (laughs) No. So then I look at him. And I said, I wish I could. Oh. But he's been gone quite some time. Oh. And he looks at me, he goes, you know what, sweetheart? Because he's watching this moment right now. And you just made him very happy. Aww. Yeah. Honest guy. Yeah. yeah. Did, don't you feel bad about hating him all these years? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I did, honestly. <laughs> but he was a very sweet man. He really was a very sweet man. Uh, you know, because I saw him... <laughs> I still won't watch it. When he was on uh, Married with Children, when he played mm-hmm. Peg Bundy's brother, I think. Yeah, right? Like, he played uh, brother or cousin or something. Yeah. I won't watch those, I won't watch those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that actually on Nick at Night or something. Right. I won't watch those episodes. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so who were some of your favorite wrestlers you got to meet because of the st- you had the store in Franklin Square? Well, Bret Hart was definitely, definitely a top for me. Bret Hart was, you watch these guys on TV when you're little, you know, and they almost don't seem real to you. You know, but when you're adult and you meet them, it's just everything that you've ever seen in your childhood goes like that. And you're just sitting, you can see yourself sitting in front of the TV watching them fight and i sometimes i get tongue-tied with them he was one that i could i couldn't even speak it was hysterical yeah hung out with him didn't you i i did yeah and we had lunch and 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 we talked and i was just 
what was the situation? How did you, how were you able to do that? Um, I had him signing at my store and he oh, would okay. sit at the table. Yeah. And the guy, and, you know, the, the people would come ask for his autograph. I can send you the, the videos. I have the videos. I'll email them to you later. Um, and he just walked in and you could feel the presence of Bret Hart. Like it's no joke. Like certain people walk into a room and you're like, wow, that's really him. Yeah. He's, he was a true, genuine guy. We actually uh, had Michelle have a little bit of reunion with Brett. We, did, uh, we sent her a cameo, AVG did. Yeah. Oh, yes. Battle, yeah. <laughs> uh, that she's gone through. And uh, I tell you what, you know, sent the video and Denise, you've seen it, obviously. Mm-hmm. What a true, genuine dude this guy is exactly and you can hear it in his voice too like he's very sincere yeah like one of the best cameos i've ever seen pretty much right yeah and he battled also yeah i know you know it's know. uh so man's been through so much even the way his career ended with uh goldberg uh right. with that back thrust kick right to the head and he <gasps> legit you, right michelle he uh legitimately um right uh, gave him a severe concussion, and he was never the same. I mean, these these guys these guys put their bodies on the line, and it, you know, and, and their mental and their physical, and you know, their times away from their family is saying it's it's awful, you know. And and I, I bless them, and I, you know, and I hope that they do get their rights to the Supreme Court. I, I I really do. You know, I hope that that something gets done. Because it's like when, when they're done, they're done. And, you know, to me, the old-time guys, the Bret Hart's, the Shawn Michaels, you know, those guys are what made Vince Man, McMahon who he is, in my opinion. You know, the wrestlers today might still be keeping them going, but those guys made you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And to just okay. dis- disregard them like that, I don't, I don't know. It just isn't right. I know. I don't know how we can sleep at night. I really don't. No amount of money in the world is going to make your conscience clear. You know? And it's sad. And these guys are really good guys. They do a lot of stuff for charity. for Right. Everything. Like, they're really, you know, like, to the core, good guys. Right. Yeah, we saw it firsthand when we had that wrestling uh, event. Yeah. And unfortunately, the child was too sick to come. Uh, but they're like, if, if you could get them what, bring, what you want to do, we could have them with some of their bigger stars. Right. And, you know, you, you've seen it yourself. You know, like, the energy you get when you meet somebody that firsthand, is, it revives you. Uh, right. Right. And everybody was so, so nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad because, and that's one of the, um, that's one of the things that we do, you know, with ABG is, you know, provide entertainment tickets for people currently going through chemo. But sometimes if, if it's an actual event on a specific date, there, there's a chance to be too sick to come. And that's, that's the heartbreaking ones. Right. Um, we've had a couple of those. So the wrestling was, um, 
was a situation like that where they were too sick to come. Um, and it, but it was, a, and it was, a, it was a great show. Like they let us talk beforehand and, right. and then like people were, were very generous because they, they actually asked for, for donations. We didn't, they, they asked on behalf of us. So they, they c- collected donations for us, which I don't even think that we asked to do that. I, I think they right. on their own. And, um, and everyone was so generous and just sweet and nice. And the show was great. I mean, I was, I was really enjoying myself. <laughs> I had a really good time. That was a good night. Yeah. yeah. Was that your first show that you ever been to wrestling? In person? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Something when you see it firsthand, you know, for the first yeah. time. Sure. I wasn't sure what to expect. I was like, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> my father and my uncle took me to my very first wrestling match at the Nassau Coliseum when I was younger, me and my brother. Oh, big show, huh? And then, no, it was the Nasty Boys came out. And <laughs> I can't tell you who was on the card, but all I remember is the Nasty Boys and the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's all I can remember. <laughs> okay, but when the Ultimate Warrior's music hit, my father still laughs at me but that's when I bring up wrestling. His music hit, and he said, Michelle, I have never heard you scream that loud in my life. <laughs> he goes, I almost went deaf. <laughs> he screamed so loud. Yeah. And that's, that's the only two mes- matches I can remember from that night. It's so weird. Yeah. I mean, you know, just like it's amazing when you have such a great memory with somebody and right, right. even when right. you went to the wrestling show with your uh, grandfather reminds you of what we do. It's like right. you connect with those moments right? and you just like their lifelong moments. People don't realize exactly. it. It can be like a $25 ticket. It's like that MasterCard commercial, right? Something, yep. something, and this is priceless, right? Right. right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, the thing is when I did the autograph signings, I would sit and I would actually talk to them. You know, I would actually have full-on conversations with them mm-hmm. to the point where I became personal with them. And I, and I would talk to them about when I used to watch them on TV and how it made me feel and, and where they are now and what's going on with them. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, some funny, some sad and a lot of tears. And, you know, these are genuine, genuine people that, you know, broke their back for this guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you know when their time is done, they're done, and it's sad. You can see the sadness on their in their faces. You know, yeah. it really is. You know, I just yeah, it's it's not like uh, other professional sports. I'm not saying that you don't see other professional athletes like, but you don't see a baseball player for. 35 years you see some of these wrestlers like demolition i know still goes out to the ring right you know and that they were ah, really? you know yeah. yeah and then you know and they, they have like that kiss war paint all right and they don't get the endorsements yeah. that the sports people do and the actors and actresses after they don't have a movie they don't get to do commercials you know i mean if you're lucky god willing you wind up like the rock and you get a couple of movies under your belt right you know you know, it's insane. Or you get Hulk Hogan, who's recognized on a most, almost daily basis. You know? I mean, Bret Hart to me looks show. like an average average guy walking down the street. 
You know, if Bret Hart was in a crowd of people, only what a handful of people would recognize him because he just looks like the average guy. Right? Yeah. You know, oh, Axel Jim Doug, if you saw him in the middle, middle of the street, in the middle of a crowd, you wouldn't think anything of it unless you were a fan. Right? Sure. So. Yeah. Good old um, Haxo also. And he's another adult. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Yeah. So, and still came back because they have to. Right. Like, they're obligated you know, to. It's not, they're obligated to. So, I think it was bladder cancer he had, and it's like he comes back or kidney, and, uh, Oh my. You know, it's very unfortunate. Right. You know, uh, and it isn't like he's going back to be a security guard. You know, right. he's going back to get in that ring and take some and serious bumps. Well, yeah. That's, you know, the one thing that irritates me is when they bring the old timer guys like Hacksaw and the McFoley's and, and, and all them in with these new guys. You know, and it's all fine and good mm-hmm. until they start ripping these, these guys apart. Like, I understand it's a joke and it's funny and it's supposed to be funny, but these guys really did what they did. You know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, sit there and say, oh, you're an old timer. You don't know nothing. Look at your knees. Oh, they do that? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they do it anymore because it'll hold, you know, environment change and stuff. But, you know. I mean, you look at, you know, you have an old time, you know, you have the Stone Cold Steve Austin in the ring with the John Cena when he was younger. Look, you can't even bend your knees or whatever they say, you know? Mm. You know, it's horrible. It really is. I just, why, that's part of why I stopped watching it. Oh, you don't watch it anymore? Not really. No. I mean, I, occasionally I'll put it on. Like I said, I started watching the, uh, you know, AEW, I started watching that a little bit. Yeah, but you know when they have the the battle royal royal battles or whatever it's called the battle royal and they have the you know Roddy Piper come in and he's like the third guy they throw out why (laughs) why you got to throw him out for you know what I mean Roddy I remember him you know you you, yeah he was a good guy yeah yeah he was funny. He was actually recently on an, uh, well, I mean, re- by recent, I mean like a few years ago on um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He was, wasn't he on a reality show too? He was on the Wife Swap or something like that? Was he really? Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, he was on a swap. I actually met him once. I <laughs> met him once because we were at a convention and, you know, Brian was like, oh, just walk around, see what's going on. I had no idea he was there. And I see him. I'm like, oh my god, it's Roddy Piper, it's Roddy Piper, it's Roddy Piper. I ran back. <laughs> I ran back to Brian because when you when you're a vendor, you kind of get like the special treatment. Mm. You know, when it comes to meeting people. <laughs> right, right. Nice. Use it. <laughs> and he did for me. So we get we get online and I meet him. And he's just oh, so adorable. So adorable. Yeah. <laughs> so he asked me his name and I uh, he asked me my name and I said my name is Michelle he said well it's very nice to meet you Michelle how you doing today and blah 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 and then he says to me he goes what are you doing here I said well, we have the table out here or whatever selling the action figures and he's like oh okay so then he goes Michelle I said yeah 
I don't I still to this day don't know even know if he was serious or not. He's like, would you like to have dinner with me tonight? So I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, I say, of course. He goes, perfect. I said, but can my boyfriend come too? Uh, <laughs> so he says to me, sure, you can come. I'm like, great. He goes, but there's one condition. I said, what's that? He says, he's got to sit at another table. Oh, no. <laughs> That's oh, <funny>. great. <laughs> it's still going together, technically, at least to the restaurant. Right. It never <laughs> happened. But, you know, never happened, but. It's just a, that's a memory. Those are the type of memories that I have with these guys. Yeah, yeah. You know. How's uh, how about Haxel? Haxel's kind of a long story. I have to backtrack Haxel because this is you're not even gonna believe this story if I tell you the story. When I was little, I my father and my grandfather put in a swing set because we had absolutely no playground or anything like that. So they built this playground right up against pretty much up against the fence of my neighbor. So every morning we'd go out there, we'd play in the swings or whatever. And the neighbor would come out and he would walk the line of the fence and he'd walk the line of the fence. Then we started to notice him walking the fence. So one of us, I don't remember who it was, said, yo, Hacksaw, because he looked exactly like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And he would say, oh, we were like, holy crap, right? <laughs> and then we wouldn't see him for weeks. Weeks would go by, he would come out of the house, we'd be going, oh, in the background, in, in the backyard. And we would get nothing in response. There would be nobody there. We're like, huh, this is really weird, right? WWE would come to New York, Pennsylvania, all those surrounding areas. He'd be out in the back, walk in the backyard and we'd come out and we'd say, Hacksaw, ho! And he'd go, ho! Right back. And then Which he is would his disappear again. Huh? Which is his trademark saying. Right. So, yeah. So then, and then he would disappear. So then we really started thinking it was him. We're like, maybe it's Hacksaw because he's gone when they're not here. When they're in New York or the surrounding areas, he's in the backyard. <laughs> really strange. So one day we go out there, he's already out there. And he goes, good morning, children. And then he would walk the fence and then he would go, oh, and then we'd go, oh, and then that would be it. And then he would disappear again. WWE comes back into town, he'd be out there. One time he was out there. This is how we can kind of put two and two together that it was him, right? He goes out there. He's already out there when we get out there. He's holding an American flag. And he's going, ho! So we go out there and we go, ho! We're doing this back and forth, right? And then he just disappeared. And then we never see him again. Okay? Is the guy still there? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, and um, we, for years, would talk about it. You remember when Hacksaw lived next door to us? Ah, you know? And it would be 
the ongoing conversation every time wrestling would come to town, it'd be Hexel, Hexel. We'd move, we'd, then we moved away and we never saw him again. So I don't know whether or not he came back or not. And he and it, was and it was actual neighbor? We thought. Oh. That's what we thought. Because this guy was a spinning image of him. And he must have been such a neighbor that he played alone. Aw. Uh, you know, he must have picked up on the fact that we thought he was a wrestler. Right. Maybe he went in and asked somebody why these kids keep yelling ho at me. I don't know. <laughs> right? And maybe somebody told him. I don't know. We were little. We never, like, we just called him. After he started doing the whole thing, we started calling him Axel. Because we thought that was him. So years go by and, you know, we're, you know, I'm still thinking of this because years go by and it just, every time I see him on the TV, I, you know, say the story to my, no matter who I was with, I would tell the story to. And like, there's no way he lived next door to you. No way, no way. Right. I'm like, I'm telling you, I swear to God it was him. People think I'm nuts. I still believe it was him, but there's no proof. Okay. We get the, we do the autograph signings and I get the opportunity to work with Hexo Jim Duggan. Okay. I'm like, okay, this, this is, this is, this is, this is my perfect opportunity <laughs> to say something. So I sit him down after the signing and I said, Jim, I got to ask you something. He said, what? I said, have you ever lived next door to me? He goes, I'm sorry, what? I said, when I was little. I lived in Center H. I said, and every time the WWE came, somebody would come out, my, my neighbor would come out, and he would scream, ho, and I could swear it was you because it looked exactly like you. Just please tell me it was you. He says, Michelle, he goes, honestly, he's like, I'd love to, but I really don't have the memory because I don't remember where oh. I lived. He's like, but in your heart, you believed you, it was me, then it was me. Oh. <laughs> then it was him. Then it was him. Did. You live next door to him. Exactly. Cool He's like, but I cannot, he said, I cannot confirm nor deny that it was me. Like, <laughs> I honestly don't remember. He's like, I traveled so much. He's like, I honestly don't remember. Aww. And that was his God honest truth. Yeah. He goes, but if you, in your heart, you wanted to believe it was me, it was me. <laughs> and I still to this day believe it was him. I believe it was him. I believe it too, Michelle. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm probably wrong. <laughs> well, you never know. Exactly. But I believe it was me. Okay, so, so um, <clears throat> one last story. You have any okay. other um, crazy? What about music? Any crazy uh, unfor- stories? Unfortunately, I never got to meet anybody that I really, really, music-wise, that I enjoy. Oh. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. But I will one day, I'm sure. <laughs> Eventually, when we're allowed out again. Yeah, exactly, if we're ever allowed out again. <laughs> I, I, don't even, I don't even know if I, I would want to go to a concert at this point. You know, it's just so much you'd have to do get a test and then you'd have yeah. to prove that you had the test and then you know crazy what was it what was your first um well first of all you like 80s right 80s metal yes yes 
Well, the eighties hair bands and what they call refer to as eighties hair bands. Hair bands, yes. Yeah. yeah. But I, I can, like I can, I can do the oldies. I can do pretty much anything. Not yeah. to upset the audience, but I can do anything <laughs> but rap and country. I have pretty a, a, a eclectic tastes as well. But you yeah. know, when I was a teenager and you know, early nineties, I was metalhead as well. Hair right. band, stuff like that. So, what was your first band? My first concert I ever saw was in 1989, I believe. I was 11 years old. <gasps> my, my step, <laughs> this, is, this is where this, this obsession comes from, so just follow along. My stepmother, who was dating my father at the time, picked my brother and my sister and I up, took us to the concert in the Nassau Coliseum. It was Poison, it was Tesla, and it was Def Leppard. I was there. Okay. What? I was there. That was no, you weren't. Concert. Stop. And that's what Coliseum, right? Yes. I was there. Well, maybe you can recognize each other. <laughs> well, what, I was 11 years old, right? Okay, so. Oh, my God. This is my first concert. I've never seen anything like it. Okay, listen to that these was my guys on the radio. Coliseum. Right? Yeah, that was my first Coliseum. Like, my first seeing a band live. You know, at, at, at there was a club in Deer Park, and that was Zebra. Do you remember wow. Zebra? Randy Randy Jackson? Yes, yes, yes. Tell me what you want, Randy. Uh, yeah, okay. See, <laughs> 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 my Bert, my first big big um, show was 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 Tesla Poison and, and Death Lover. Oh my God, that's so funny. And I mean, Brett Michaels came on the stage, and that was it for me. They put on a great show. And he still does. He still yeah. does. But yep. that is where my obsession started with music, with Brett Michaels. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I have never, never seen, I mean, you watched them on the MTV, the videos or whatever. But to actually see them live at 11 years old. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. A band, a band was, that you absolutely loved. Yeah. There was nothing was, like it. Nothing. A little bit older than you. Right. <laughs> a little bit. But I actually went to go see Tesla. Like that was my band, Tesla. I went to see Tesla and I came back loving Poison. Like, wow. Are, put- are you kidding me? Jeff Keith was like one of the hottest rockers that ever <laughs> freaking lived. Okay? And, uh, there's no denying that. Great voice. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just and, amazing and just, voice. Oh my God. You know, that, that Paradise song always is my, is my favorite. Paradise has always been yeah. my favorite song by them. I always like Modern Cowboy, like their their first kind of mainstream hit. That was the a great, great radio controversy was like, get it. Mechanical Resonance is actually one of my favorite all time albums. Yeah, one of my favorite. I can't say all because there's too many that I that are my favorites. But um, you know that that it's one of the rare albums where you like almost every single song on it. Right. You know, so that was, yeah. that was my mechanical resonance. Yeah. Um, so that's where my music fascination started and my obsession, my quote unquote obsession with Brett Michaels. It's like, okay. I've seen Brett Michaels every year since he's come around. Understandable. That name, Brett. Uh-huh. Something about that name, Brett, right? Brett Hart, yeah. Brett Michaels. Is there a third Brett? Uh, <laughs> not that I know of, no. Not that up the top of my head. Yeah. 
wanted to name, if I ever had a kid, a son, I told my husband I wanted to name him Brett. He said, absolutely not. <laughs> no? Aw. Absolutely not. <laughs> so that means you're going to have to get a pet and name him Brett. Right? I tried that. It didn't work. Um, it's always been Brett Michael or Steven Tyler. Those two are for me. That's it. Oh, Steven Tyler, yeah. Aerosmith. What about you, Rob? What was your first concert? I got fired from McDonald's for this. Uh, I called out I <laughs> um, Puff Daddy and the entire family, Nassau Coliseum, 1997. Puff, Puff really? Daddy and the entire family? Yeah, they had like Faith you know, Evans and, was and Missy Elliott, but oh, oh, not oh, Missy oh, Elliott. Yeah, Missy. Yeah. That must have been a Was it Missy Elliott? Huh? No, See, oh, uh, Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim, Lil Kim that's it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a great concert. I mean, I got to see like probably five of the greatest rappers of all time. And I yeah. sat like on the side of the stage where like we kind of saw the stage, but we kind of just saw like the back of the screen. <laughs> but, you know, for the first concert and like what we saw. Yeah, it was worth the job. But yeah, that's a lineup, man. That's a solid lineup. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's a good one. <clears throat> And that was your first one. Wow. Must have went downhill after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Unfortunately, we got to wrap this up. Man, I, we can talk like, I, I can talk music for another two hours. I know. I you know. guys can talk wrestling for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's been wonderful talking to you, Michelle. Thank you, you so much for coming on to our show. Anytime. Hey, then may, maybe there'll be a part two. There you go. Be like Michelle can... revisited. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, we will uh, talk to you next time. Excellent. Stay safe and stay healthy. All right, rock on. Rock on. All right. The AVG Podcast was started by members of AVG Fund. AVG Fund is a nonprofit solely dedicated to providing entertainment tickets of all kinds to people going through cancer treatments. If you would like to find out more information about our nonprofit or would like to donate, please go to avgfund.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at AVG Fund. Thank you for listening to the ABG Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next time.